The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. This episode is brought to you by TweakedAudio.com. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from TweakedAudio.com. Just enter the discount code CAFCOMICS. That's all one word at the checkout. You'll get 33% off your entire order, free worldwide shipping, and a limited lifetime warranty on everything you buy. That's TweakedAudio.com. And now... It's time for Caffeinated Comics, a lively discussion and debate on comics, film, television, and collectibles, all fueled by the magic of Frappuccinos. And now, here's your hosts... John and Steven. Thank you, it's Cabinated Comics, and I'm your host, John Clark. With me, as always, is my co-host, Stephen Brown. And Owen O'Riordan is here. Hello. When was the last time you were here, was it? Red Dead Redemption 2? Or no, um, there was a movie. There was one in between, I thought. The last time Shazam. I... Yeah, because oh, we... Oh, that's right. Yeah. You guys we, saw it during We Wizard went to Shazam together. Actually, Shazam is, Shazam is now on iTunes. My boys keep asking me to buy it, and we've been busy. Uh, one of the things we've done is went to see Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, which is what we're going to talk about for the next hour. But I'm waiting. I'm waiting for like the right night to watch it because I want to watch it again. But yeah. I'm also it's wa- fun. I'm also waiting to see if they drop it to ten bucks because Warner Brothers always does that. Oh, I bought Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and it was uh, for twenty bucks one night. We were just home and it was great. And then two days later, they dropped it to ten bucks on yeah. iTunes. Maybe they wait until they see John Clark purchased it and they're <laughs> like, "All right, cut the price in half." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got him, boys. We he, got him. Yeah. He's the last. It's a bunch out. of guys like high fiving each other in a dark room somewhere. Assholes. Well, they're like, well, if John Clark won't buy it for 20 bucks, nobody will. <laughs> right. Drop it at 10. That guy's the completest in He's the cloud. <laughs> He's an idiot. <laughs> uh, but we all saw Spider-Man Far From Home is out, we were saying. Uh, and it's crazy because a bunch of news stories also happened this yeah. week um, that are worth talking about. Last week, we were like, what are we going to talk about? When we missed the big one last week was that they canceled Vertigo. They canceled Mad Magazine as well yeah. this week. I don't think the canceling of Mad, Mag- Mad Magazine is full, though. I heard that they like kind of walked they're gonna, back on I it. I think they're going to go to reprints. or oh. so They said the last new issue is coming out. Oh. And Mad Magazine, I mean, it goes back to the golden age. It was a comic book. Yeah. It wasn't even a magazine until the Comics Code came out. Hmm. That was how they avoided the Comics Code. It's, you know, it's an American legend. It's a legacy. Uh, I, now, I, have say, a I have a friend whose dad drew for uh, Mad Magazine for like 30 years. We I know tr- a couple we guys who work on it now. Yeah, uh, like not that well, but I've like met him around Chicago comedy stuff. Yeah, it's it's a perennial, and honestly, if if nothing happens next week, we can spend an hour talking about it. Yeah, because it's uh, it's a huge, huge. It's it's as big as like Nat when National Lampoon folded. It's like yeah. such such a standard of a comedy in print, and anything that's a standard in print is going away. Yeah. So let's move to that to a blockbuster movie. <laughs> yeah. So Spider Man Far From Home. Uh, is now out. It's doing really, really well. It's obviously the next big Marvel movie. Um, the postscript of Phase Three is this. I think this is the last. Actually, I think this is the last Phase Three movie. Is yes. it? Yes. Oh no! This starts Phase they, Four. Whatever. From we're what in I've now. been reading, it's kind of both because yeah. there's little teases of things. I, I I feel like it's the end of it though because it was so much about like closure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I think they had a lot was, to do in this. It's so movie. much about the aftermath of Endgame. Right. Um, little nods to Captain Marvel, but not so much of like, hey, we've discovered this big new thing that's gonna that's gonna influence. They everything. didn't set up any huge threat or anything. No, and I they think they set up they set up like a direction ish 
kind of. Yeah, well, I guess very spoilery, spoilery, spoilery episode of obviously this is going to be. But and correct me if I'm wrong, if you guys are all on the same page, but uh, they're setting up sword, right? That's what Nick Fury's doing in the post credit scene. I don't know. I was wondering what Nick Fury was doing in that post-credit I was, That's scene. what I was coming here to ask. Oh, okay. So <laughs> okay. we'll get into it. So, Because uh, honestly... The end credits, after, the second end credit scene. Well, after the which first... Which is, yeah. The first end credit scene melted my brain. Yeah. Well, so hang and on then I And then I didn't really notice anything. So you and me talked many moons ago, because J.B. Smooth got casted in this movie. And we were was, both like, yes, oh, awesome. great. We're, we're my running, And my running joke was that J.B. Smooth should be J. Jonah Jameson. Yes. And I, and I think we the, talked about it. This is probably it. the last time I can do this bit, and I enjoy doing this bit so much that every time we talked about it, I said, I just want to see a scene where J.B. Smooth goes, goes, Peter, what I want right now is pictures. Picture of Spider-Man. Spider-Man jumping. <laughs> Spider-Man throwing whips. Spider-Man catching guys. Spider-Man missing guys. Trying to catch guys. Spider-Man sitting on the toilet. I don't care. I want to see some Spider-Man. And I wanted that to happen in the same way that when Paul Giamatti was cast oh, as the rhino. rhino. We did that for two years, and yeah. then he did some crazy Russian accent, and we couldn't do that, that joke weird. anymore. Well, the so they cast him in the movie, and they didn't tell us who he was, because thank you for that. And... um. I was Turns like, out he wasn't really anybody, well, he's like so a it doesn't teacher matter. Or something. So I, we were watching the movie. And I'm like, oh man, I'm like really disappointed they wasted this guy. And then at the end, when they do the uh, J.K. Simmons reveal, yep. which was perfect because as soon as they said Daily Bugle, I'm like, oh wow, they're gonna do the Daily Bugle. And then you see him, and I was like, oh my god, yeah. it was like uh, I don't know what other thing that's happened in the Marvel Universe that has given me as much joy yes. as seeing J.K. Simmons. I started dancing in my seat. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed the entire movie. Yes. But, like, I, I started just drumming my feet on the yeah. floor. I could not control myself. I was giddy with glee. Yes. I was. But I could not have been happier. Then what happened when he unmasked Peter? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. that's the big thing, is yeah. that he... I don't... They announced to the world that Peter Parker's Spider-Man, which is, like, a Civil War-ish type move right. from the comics. And what's interesting is... Secret identities are... They're not really a thing in the MCU. They're not really a thing in the MCU, but it's always such a big thing as Spider-Man. Yeah. It's like Spider-Man and Superman seem to be the characters that care the most about their secret identity. Well, it's in the the comics. Yeah, but Batman and Bruce Wayne doesn't do that much. So it's not like... Both Clark Kent well, and Peter Parker are trying to have lives and have friends where they Bruce don't want Wayne people to know. It's weird that Bruce Wayne has a secret identity because he Bruce he Wayne doesn't is, have a life. He doesn't need it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He could just be Batman twenty four seven. With Spider Man in the comics, he cares about his secret identity. In the movie, even if you watch like Homecoming, this movie, he's very cavalier with everyone knows who Spider Man is. He Everybody <laughs> really hard in Far From Home to protect his identity, though. Like, and that's he's why literally I, they made the suit. And that's why him. I hated. Yeah, that's why I hated Ned Leeds in Homecoming because he was constantly. And blowing. he's so much worse in this movie. No, I, I, I forgave so him in this movie. Oh God, no, he's terrible. He, look, in this. he didn't do much, but well, I that's had why I forgave fun him. with what he did oh. because I love the whole like. Uh, I mean, he was just a really good comic foil. That said, I still he was think- okay. They got him with Betty Brant, and I yeah. didn't even realize that until I thought about it later. I was like, why is he with her? That's just that girl from the. From the news video. And, and then you like, didn't put oh, the Betty Brant Ned, Ned Leeds, Leeds together? I, yeah, I'm a, I, I'm a really bad spider. I wonder if they're like, hey, we're going to dress you up as like the Hobgoblin later. <laughs> like, no. What's See, the plan Mar- for Marvel this doesn't. That was the plan. Yeah. They were just like, this will be fun. Yeah. And they just threw that in there. Um, Nah, he sucks. <laughs> I don't like that guy. 
Um, he is. He. It's funny. He's funny. Things yes. around him are funny. But yeah. it's like he. You've ruined him for me, John. I didn't see it until nah. I saw it, and I can't. Enjoy John it. did the exact he, same thing for me. He's the first one, right? But I liked it. That's I why I have the show. Yeah. And hopefully, everyone listening is saying, "Yeah, you did that." Yeah, to you me ruined too. it, John. You're he's a ruiner. A, he's a Caesar Romero mustache. So here's what. Yes. Once you see it, you can't unsee <laughs> yeah. it. John, what what is your opinion on him? Just for clarity. Uh, in Homecoming, I hated him because. I felt like he broke a lot of uh, what Peter was. He's based on Genki, yeah, who is Miles Morales' yeah. uh, friend, who Mile, who is trustworthy. Ned Leeds is not trustworthy. Ned Leeds is like Ned Leeds like tries to give away his secret identity like four times in Homecoming. Where's like he's like Peter will come to your, your party, Liz Allen. You know Peter's friends yeah. with Spider Man, and he's like in the middle of class. He's like, "Can you shoot webs? Do you know Captain America? Do you know Hannibal Burris?" <laughs> and, uh, and I'm in this the guy's theater. like a fugitive or something. Yeah. I got to show you these videos. Yeah, I'm in the theater going, "I do know Hannibal Burris." Yeah, he's great. Um, he's constantly going, and and then in Infinity War, he's like, he's like, "I got to create a distraction," and then he starts screaming, "We're all going to die." He does create a distraction though, but he, he doesn't mean to. No, that's true because he's I, terrible. He's but I felt friend. like he was a little better in this. And there's yeah. one scene where he's like. Oh, I haven't been really been helping with your secret identity. And I'm like, good. Yeah. Good. Go. <laughs> you helping isn't helpful. There's, yeah, go there's... have your terrible high school relationship with that girl. That's because that's funny. Yeah. The there's one line that he says after another big thing. MJ figures it out, which is pretty fun, actually. I kind of love that. I really like I, that. Yeah. I mean, it's a big part of MJ's character that yeah. she knows. On number the one. subject of that, uh, you know, usually it's like they cut back to like the secret identity civilian type stuff, and I'm like, it moves a little slow, typically. I could have watched an entire movie of just those two awkward kids oh, yeah. being they did, cute. They it was so much, it better was than, so much better than watching Tobey Maguire and Kristen Dunn. Yes. yes. It's like they actually felt, have like chemistry. They feel like real, real kids. Yeah. yeah. I like, like MJ, too, because MJ's character, I noticed this in the trailers, but in Homecoming, she reminded me a lot of my ex-girlfriend, and then in uh, Far From Home, she reminded me of a different ex-girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> she was... I was like, oh, her personality has changed from this girl to this girl. I am still so in this. She, so I felt like Peter. She had that... She's like the weird, goth, like, quirky girl kind yes. of thing, which is pretty fun. And then she kind of takes that off as soon as she, like does that I know you're Spider-Man and Peter's kind of all... Well, she shows like an inner strength. Yeah, in and it was she... just like, I was like, uh, you know, I wasn't liking her up until this moment. I love that moment where he's like, yeah, I am Spider-Man. She's like, really? Wait, I... what? I was only like 67% yeah. sure. <laughs> it's like that uh, that back and forth of like confidence to vulnerability to confidence to vulnerability yeah. is like, uh, it's perfect. And that's what Peter has, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she's she's great yeah and i kind of like you know who i missed there was that one the one kid with the south african accent wasn't in this i missed that kid so much the kid was like flash is wrong oh yeah yeah <laughs> i in the middle of the movie i was like oh it's Where's all the kid? kids from that i was like whatever that kid? yeah you know what he didn't he didn't he probably survived the snap and went to college i miss oh, him yeah oh. well see that was the big one too we had talked about this after endgame i'm like so all the major characters in spider-man every single one of them got snapped mary jane the nerdy best yeah. friend, Flash Thompson, Flash Thompson, Betty uh, Brandt, Betty Brandt, um, Mary, um, Aunt May, like everyone important to Peter, yeah. his entire life stayed the same. But that became a big part of the story, which I love because there was that one kid who's like twenty two and hanging out with them. So he was someone's younger brother. Yes, it was confusing. Right. Yeah, that got con- than- that got very strange because he was because they were like they show a photo of him at like at the time of the snap, and then now he's. As old as all yeah. the kids. And yeah. now, well, they, they set that up with uh, 
Jason Ionello, who's a character from Untold Tales of Spider-Man. The other kid in the news video. Oh, who's he like, was in... He's, um, he's uh, in a homecoming. I love Simon. Uh, oh, I'm thinking of the movie wrong. It's like, they made a movie. It was like two years ago. It was pretty good. It was like a coming-of-age movie for a young a gay kid. I Heart Simon. I, does anyone no, know? No, 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 he was in that movie. He had a bigger role. And uh, there's another character in this movie that was in that movie, too. But the guy that played Simon in this movie, which is pretty good. You guys should check it out. If Tom Holland wasn't Spider-Man, this dude would have been Spider-Man. Oh, really? Really? He's that good. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but I like him. He's like... He's in it a little bit in Homecoming, where they're both just awkward. Where he's like, "Do yeah. you have a date to Homecoming?" Yes, I already have a date, and they're just focused. Yeah, on I like that. Little but I TV like this show one thing. where he just loses. He's like, "My younger brother's like my older brother now. What's up with that?" <laughs> well, and she's even... just like, "She's like, come on, Jason, we're on TV." He's like, "No, like somebody explain this." Well, it was nice. It was like the meta commentary of like, "We're just in a new phase now. It's just like a new thing, a new status quo." It's like, "Are there Avengers? Who knows?" Yeah, he basically being like, "Just wait for Marvel to announce in yeah. San Diego." And then May has a nice side thing where she's just like, yeah, when I appeared in my apartment, people were living there. What? Yeah. Like, oh, the thought I was a mistress. The grandmother thought I was a ghost. Even the videos they show. Of the marching band? Coming back. Yeah, the marching Basically band in the basketball establishing team. Establishing for the audience, like, yeah, they brought people back exactly where they were, which if you think about it, a lot of people then died. Because people a lot of people were in cars or yeah, airplanes yeah. or boats that weren't, or they trains. Have, yeah. And I think it's like, uh, it's, it, it's like... It's like this movie needed to give us uh, more of what comes after Endgame as far as like the ramifications of this. But that's pretty much all we're going to get is like, yep. No, but I love that because I thought, yeah, because with the Spider-Man movies, first of all, um, first of all, because they're partnerships with Sony, I don't expect them to lean into the MCU that heavily. Right. And also because Spider-Man is a character that stands on his own so well. He's the flagship Marvel character that... I, I'm not looking to this like I was looking to Captain Marvel. I don't look to this to be like MCU Part 22. Which is interesting that you say that because both the first one and the second one are so nested in the MCU because of the connection to Iron Man. Well, I, I think they're yeah, so but they don't rely specifically on it. in Iron Man. Like, not necessarily the MCU because the first one, like, Nick Fury wasn't in it at all. And now he's in it kind of in this one. Which also, for the record... I was like, man, something feels off about Nick Fury. A lot of people were saying that. Yeah, I, I thought he was like acting more Samuel he Jackson. Was very aggressive in this. But then movie. in this, and he was like a little slow. He was wearing this. He was wearing this like loose turtleneck instead of the armor. And I'm like, man, he doesn't look good. I was like, I just saw him in Captain Marvel like a, a month ago. But he I was computer generated. His face. I know. I know. Yeah. There's a great honest. You see the honest trailers no. on Captain Marvel. Yeah, where I saw like, that. Where they're like the CG. The CG on Samuel Jackson's face will make you forget that it's not the 90s until he tries to run or fight somebody. Yeah, literally do any physical activity. You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, this guy's in his 70s or whatever. Yeah. So, But there's a few things that he said. He said at the beginning, um, he said something to Peter. I'm, not, I'm just not sure I'm getting the order right. But he did say when Peter was like, asking where everyone else was, like, yes. where's Thor, where's Captain Marvel? And he said, oh, don't, don't invoke, invoke her name. Her name. Yes. And I was like, what a weird thing for her her damn best friend to say. Yeah. But then, then it makes a lot more sense when you see that he's a scrawl. Yeah. And then later on he said he was talking to Maria Hill. Is it? Yeah. Maria Hill. Yeah. And, um, he said something and it's like a throwaway line. It might've been just like 80 yard in or whatever, but it was like, um, I thought sleepers, 
sleeper cells. Oh, the pre sleeper cells. Yeah. cells. Yeah, yeah. Right. Was supposed to be a secret or something. Yes. Yeah. See, that's what it's, and it's starting to make me think. And it's not just Scrolls. It's actually it's Talos and his wife. Yeah. Like the main characters it's from ben Captain Medicine. Marvel. Yeah. 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 Which is yeah. awesome because he was such a good character in Captain Marvel yep. that they brought it back. And I wonder actually if it was be no, it couldn't have been because it did so well in Captain Marvel. There wasn't time to make that change. No, no. Spider-Man came out. That was ingrained no, they knew, in the movie. They, they knew, knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. But it does make me wonder between that and then seeing Nick on the uh, on the spaceship. Um, also, also originally he was in Tahiti, which is a nod to Agents of Shield. Yeah, that's what cool. I that's what I thought it was. Yeah, and then he's on the spaceship. It's starting to make me think that you know all the rumors was like, oh, what's Phase Three? Is it Secret Wars? Is it Secret Invasion? Maybe it's the Kree Scroll War. Yeah, I wonder if they are kind of building up to that. So, but I thought this was supposed to be like the sword station. So, do you know? No. So, in the comics, no. when they did Astonishing X Men with Josh Whedon and John Cassidy, they introduced this concept called Sword, which is basically like Shields the Earth, uh, Sword is in space, and it keeps an eye out for extraterrestrial threats. It's an acronym that probably doesn't have a definition. Just going to ask you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it means. It is an acronym. So now. I don't know if that's what they're doing. If that's what that's supposed to be, but my understanding would be like. If you look at the logic in it, S.H.I.E.L.D. was created because um, after World War II, because Captain America, the Red Skull, Cosmic Cube, and all this crap. And then S.H.I.E.L.D. gets destroyed. Well, then half the population gets annihilated from space aliens well, and then comes back. Yeah, first space aliens land all over Manhattan and smash everything. Right. And so then, then this would be like, where does S.H.I.E.L.D. have to go to basically be S.H.I.E.L.D. for the bigger threats now that they're going to come from space or whatever? And I think that's kind of like... What they sort the only yeah. alternative it could be is if they call it Alpha Flight, which they rebooted Alpha Flight in the comics before the most recent Captain Marvel reboot, where Alpha Flight is a space station run by Captain Marvel and they 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 fight aliens. That's weird. Wait, yeah, Alpha is Flight is Canadian. Yeah, I, I know I they're Canadian. It, yeah. it, they are. Okay. Alpha Flight should always be <laughs> Canadian, Canadian Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, absolutely. But they changed it. They like rebooted it like maybe three or four years ago in the comics huh. to be like a space based. It's kind of like it's a stand-in for S.W.O.R.D., essentially. But S.W.O.R.D. is all yeah. about, like, we work with aliens. We know they're here. They're allowed to come here um, as long as they're not brown people from Mexico. <laughs> and then uh, they and then they work with them to, like, protect the Earth and be aware of, like, who's here, who's coming, and who's now, going. Now, now granted, tr I don't believe Trump is the president in the MCU. So I think we no, but the MCU have, might be okay with Mexico. There's space. There space. was a yeah, Space Force. Space Force. Yeah. yeah. There was a president in Iron Man 3, but that, that goes... Yeah, well, and actually, that's like nine years was, ago. I think he was the same president in a different MCU movie. He was, uh, that was William Sadler, too, whose death in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Oh, and yeah. And he was also um, he was also on Deep Space Nine a lot. I want to say he was like on a TV. He was like a TV president in one of the other MCU movies. Aren't Maybe. the presidents in like, Kurt, like 616 comics, like aren't they There's, celebrities? Like wasn't Stephen Colbert president for a minute? No, nah, oh, that was just a story. Might have been a okay. joke. I, I mean, think they did do Lex Luthor was president in the DC universe, they yeah, did do... which is close to reality now. But you, um, usually, it's in the comics. It is the, the president, president, but it's like so, somewhat shadowed. It's yeah. part of that sliding timeline. Well, too, like where... Clinton was the president in the nineties, okay. so like they had issues of the Avengers where they show like the Avengers ID card and it has Clinton's signature. Bush was the president. Bush was the president yeah. in the two thousands and in the Ultimates, and it was totally Bush. Like they called him Bush. He looked like Bush. Um, and then in Civil War Two, they had a black president, but he was always in shadow. 
Um, yeah, I always think that comes down to how well the artist can do likenesses. If they're like, eh, I, I, I can't draw an Obama. I'm just you, keeping shadow. You also have to think, I wonder if there's any like likeness issues with doing think, public figure. Yeah, no. yeah I think because he's okay. a public figure, they can get away with it. Yeah. I think it's, I think a lot of it actually really what it boils down to is the sliding scale. If you make it Clinton or Bush or Reagan or whoever, because like Reagan's been the president in the comics yeah. too, but I, is that I, it becomes, it's so tied to that era. I though. remember Bronze Age comics with Jimmy Carter in them. And right. LBJ. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, it's like the Avengers used to go on the Tonight Show all the time. That was like a running <laughs> yeah. gag. And then you'd see That's like... That's so cool. Yeah. And I actually kind of wish they'd do that again. Like, why don't these guys go on like the Colbert went on, uh, Yeah, I remember them on Letterman. There's yeah. West Coast Avengers on Letterman. There it's was a cool. Marvel team up with Spider-Man and the original cast of Saturday Night Live. Yes. Uh, it's a Spider-Man and the Not Ready for Primetime Players. And I think it's like a... Jim Mooney drawing, or maybe Ed Hannigan of drawing like John Belushi as the samurai. Yeah, it's with cool. Spider Man. Did that come out at the time, or is that something that came at out at the like... time? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's That's like seventies. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I think I I don't know what they're building to, but it's this is one of those movies where eh, I don't know that I care that much. It's like yeah, we don't need them. I think to build and build and build. I think it's no, like it... they're just kind of getting the chess pieces in order. Obviously, they're building to something they're not not going to build up to like the next big thing if this is if they're just going to slowly kind of move the chess pieces in place like they did where they slowly introduced shield you know originally it was just a couple guys in suits then a couple unmarked cars then the fucking helicarrier you know what i mean it's like th- that's all this is it's an establishing right but Nick i don't Fury's in space with scrolls but I, I don't i don't think it's going to be phase four because as we were just saying about samuel jackson I don't think I think we're gonna get less and less of Samuel Jackson. Yeah, this I, might be a way to write him out. I think he'll phase out, and either Colby Smulders will take over, or they'll come up with somebody else to right. be like the new Shield guy. Maybe it's he'll have a son, adopted son, so they can still call him Nick Fury. But he's like yeah. Nick Fury Junior. Exactly what they do yeah. in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> and tear his eye out, and yeah. they'll make they'll make him a white guy. Now. No, I was yeah. gonna say they make him a white guy. He's got the Reed Richards. Yeah, do yeah. the Jim Stranko Fury. That'd yeah. be cool. But I so I think it, this movie was a lot less about building and more about closure because they had so many like is he gonna have his like he peter even says like my iron man moment which at the end of the movie after all this work to keep his identity they kind of undo it which is something i didn't like i I don't think i'm that interested in finding out what this version of peter is like in the public eye well so i have two thoughts on this is the first one is that they're not probably going to do daredevil for a while so i wonder if they're stealing the. they can't um, for part, for a few years, yeah. Part of the Netflix deal is that uh, they are not allowed to touch those characters, right? For, for two years, cut because there was there were a lot of questions of, hey, is season four of all these shows just going to be on the Disney streaming side? Right. No, Won't those be. shows are over. No. So I wonder if they're stealing the. There's a big story in Daredevil where he gets outed in the newspapers, and then they, he deals with that, and that's a really good story. So I wonder if they're borrowing from that. The other thing I was thinking is like. Nick Fury has scrolls. Just send a scroll as Peter Parker, have Spider-Man run around and jump and be like, look, I'm not Spider-Man. Yeah. This Alex Jones, J. Jonah Jameson person oh, is a crazy that, person. That would be good. A conspiracy theorist. Yep. So there's two Which things. Which is the way they're setting him up because they, they, ha- they... They called him a controversial, the Daily Bugle, the yeah. controversial whatever. It's like he's supposed to be well, like an Alex the Jones. the framing looks like Alex yes. Jones. Yeah. But so, two things is that the... Turning the public against Spider-Man That's, would be cool to yes. see. I'm very interested in that. And the secret identity thing, it's like, I was like, same thing. I was like, oh, what the fuck are they going to do? What does a third movie look like? So my cousin who was with me, he walking out was like, oh, they could just make scrolls do it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, I guess. Which that would be fun. Um, and then it gives kind of, it gives kind of Peter, I do you think, 
I mean, is J.K. Simmons going to be in these movies again? Like, he's not, Peter's not going to work for him now. No, I think well, that's a big thing. There's is... only going to be one more movie. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless they re-up. <laughs> but the deal between Marvel and Sony is that they are making three Spider-Man movies together, and Tom Holland would appear in three Marvel movies. We've done that. We've had He's, Civil, he did Civil War, War Infinity, Infinity War, War, Endgame. This is the second well, Spider-Man See, I movie. heard that between Infinity War and Endgame, that, that technically, because they filmed it as one movie and broke it into two in the editing, that that's only part of his contract, so that he'd have I heard that about like Chris Marvel Hemsworth movie. and Chris Evans, but right. I don't. But Tom Holland came in later, so sure. I don't, that I don't know. You would know. assume that he would probably have way different deal too and right but, also like, but we're assume i think we can assume that spider-man 3 is going to be it for tom holland as spider-man so i we think don't have to um, leave things very Spider-Man open-ended homeopathy that's yeah. what i think it's gonna be <laughs> i honestly Spider-Man i disagree homesick. i think they'll they'll just renegotiate and we'll have i think the the game plan would be get this kid to play spider-man as long as possible this to owen's point is this movie to me didn't feel so much like closure as like a handing off the torch. Is that we don't have Iron Man anymore? Who's right. going to be the new Iron Man? There was a lot of and I like the Spider-Man meta. I like is, the meta theme in that is that Iron Man because of Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man is the most popular yes. Marvel character, and it's that kind of nod of like, but really, come, come on, everybody, Spider Man's the most char- popular character Marvel has ever created. Right. So really, doesn't he become the center of the universe? Because Iron Man's gone. And I right. like the fact that they like looked at that head on. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like that they handled it as smart a way as they can. So I think this next movie will be the most Spider-Man feeling movie we've had where it's he's in New York, he's doing Spider-Man stuff, he's broke. This movie does Jameson, end this movie does end with the classic Swing Through the City. Swing through the city, which they said um they put on a list for homecoming and as things we will not do. Like the first two things on that list are we're not doing the origin and we're not doing the long swing in the city. They wanted to make sure that they didn't do anything that repeated the Raimi trilogy because people were getting tired of that with Andrew Garfield. So there was kind of an ownership of that of like, hey, we're doing this thing now. He's going to pick up MJ and swing around the city. Which that was, it was done so well. And she totally freaked out. Yeah, which I think is reasonable. Yeah. (laughs) Which again is not where Kirsten Dunst did. And I I like the Sam Raimi movies. Yeah, they have a charm. Mostly because I like Sam Raimi and I like them in the way that I like the Tim Burton Batman movies. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff they're doing better with character in this. Yeah. Speaking of characters that were really good, um, I thought Mysterio was fantastic. Yeah. And he yeah. almost got me. And you know what? When I, when I was in the movie theater, like midway through, I was like, maybe he is from the multiverse. And maybe what's going to happen is like somebody will come up and kill him and take his place. And that's how he's bad. And I was like, they could do it. Like, you know, I don't think Mysterio has a big enough following that it could be weird. Then he was talking to Peter and he was like, Earth 616. I'm from Earth 616. I was like, oh, that's the hint for people like me. It can't be Earth 616. Yeah. I was waiting for that other shoe to drop where they, they yeah. really do a good job of building him up as a hero. Yeah. yeah. There, it's when, another meta commentary as well of like that he's a father figure for Peter. Because like, especially when they're speaking in the bar, which is the big churning scene. Um, and which was... In any other... There were so many moments it could have been awful just exposition. Yeah. But man... Jake Gyllenhaal handed it up and had a good time. So yeah, he good. was really good in that. But yeah. the thing, the the thing I loved was his relationship with Peter. Was like he's looking at, he looks at him like, oh, I was where you were in my universe. And uh, what I love about that is Jake Gyllenhaal was Spider Man for like a week. Yeah, was he really in Spider Man Two? Tobey Maguire hurt his back on Sea Biscuit, yeah. and um, he wasn't sure if he wanted to do it. 
And then his managers used that to ask for more money. And Sony was like, nope. And they hired Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh. And then they renegotiated. And that's why Spider-Man 2 has that joke when he loses he his powers. When he gets, he goes, "My, I'm back, I'm back. And he falls and hits the car and he goes, my back, my back. Because he had fucked up his back. Mm. And so there is that meta commentary in the same way that you made Batman the villain in Spider-Man Homecoming. It's right. like... The almost Spider-Man is the almost hero in this. Yeah. Which I love. And he's and he's great. Yeah. Yeah, he does a really good job of playing it. And it's like the scene when the, when Spider-Man like leads the party, he's like, yeah, you're a pretty awkward, kid. It's like, it's just like, um, it, it was almost kind of like an older brother more than a yes. father yeah. figure. It just felt really much like, this is how he interacted with like my nephews. And uh, it's just like, they did a really good job. And it's like, he, he leaves the bar and then he kind of does that moment. I'm like, it almost looked like he looked directly at the camera and kind of like winked. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah, guys, like this is all horse shit. So I saw the movie with um my younger brother who's not in the comics like at all. And but he remembers Mysterio from like cartoons from yeah. when we were kids. And I asked him, like, do you remember like Mysterio? He's like, oh, yeah. I was like, I knew this guy was just full of shit from the beginning. I'm like, OK, so what I really want to kind of hear is from like people who don't follow this crap like we do. Like my dad's gonna go see this movie, and is he gonna be like, okay, I guess Mysterio's like a new hero they're introducing, and then they pull that twist? Well, I they, think that's gonna be like really kind of like awesome. And for, they've been pitching it like that. There was um, they went to the uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Holland Zendaya, yeah, did, did a, a visit at Children's Hospital, and he's wearing the suit and he's talking to kids. He's like, yeah, we team up and we stop the bad guys. I mean, you know, you're talking to six year olds. He's not yeah. like, and I'm the bad guy. And then yeah. the kid starts crying, but. But they are like positioning that to be right. Like like we've said a lot lately, it's like I'm seeing you can do whatever they want now. And speaking of doing whatever they want, uh, uh, what we've talked about before, they are lying to us in trailers like straight up, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because they did. I wanted to talk about that too. They did that part where Spider Man insults the New York police. Yes, and oh, I that, was like, they said that that. Uh, is going to be uh, a short on the DVD. Which I'm totally cool with. It got, yeah. it I would got, love for them to do that. It was going to be in it. They said it got cut early, but they liked it. Yeah. So, yeah. so they, they put a lot on the trailer. There's another thing. Uh, Marco texted me. We must have been seeing the movie at like the exact same time because he texted me when the credits were rolling, when me and David were seeing. He's like, dude, I just saw Homecoming. It's awesome. And we were texting, and he's like, "They there's a line when um spider-man first meets quentin beck he and then nick fury says something like the snap tore hole in reality and it's like there's just a lot of stuff where it's like they use a lot of deleted footage and extra scenes in Mm -hmm. the trailers to hide stuff because like we didn't see any of these drones no or anything like that it was like clearly built up like these giant monsters were going to be like the big threat and um and that's the thing. When we're getting an hour into it, I was like, okay. I'm like, Mysterio's probably the villain because he's Mysterio. But I was like, also, if he's not, who else are they going to bring in? They can't just fight these big monsters. I was thinking monsters. the chameleon. I thought that Dimitri and that was, guy. That was a misdirect. Yeah. I actually don't know that it was. No, so, well, his name is Dimitri. No, I know yeah. that. But what I'm saying is like, I actually think that is the chameleon. because And the, they're just not doing it yet. Yet. Yeah. I think it's a slow build or like planting seeds because i don't even think mysterio is really dead because no yeah he is so uh quentin beck is dead i that's what i think but his buddy was downloading something he downloaded the so i think there's no no there's a schlubby the thing he it's peter billingsley it's cool that they brought that guy and that was a nice touch he shaved his head again because he did that peter billingsley and john favreau are, are really close they did that movie um couples retreat together 
The one where it's like, um, yeah, I know Jason Bateman's in it. And, uh, so Peter Billingsley's produced a lot of, a lot of John Favreau stuff. Peter Billingsley's an elf with John Favreau directed. Okay. So he did it just as a joke. Like, oh, hey, why don't you be the guy Jeff Bridges? Now he's going to be Mysterio too. And, no. and then he showed up in the bar and I was like, Peter fucking Billingsley. And then. Did you recognize him? Yes. Before immediately. the reveal? Immediately. I was yeah. like, I was like, wait a minute. That's Peter Billingsley. And he has the mustache and yeah, the glasses. Yeah, he looks identical. And, and the bald head. And I was like, I was like, that's the guy Jeff Bridges yells at. Because I'm still hung up on that. Tony Stark built this in a cave. I'm glad that they showed that in the movie because me and my brother love that line and we I both feel were like, like high-fiving. I feel like it's the most memeable moment of that movie and yeah. people don't talk about it enough. Well, well it, it was like 12 years ago, yeah. 15 years ago, whatever. Yeah, it was almost pre-memes. It was, yeah. so there was social networking, but but the fact that then they threw that in your face and I'm like, yes. I, but also I love that motivation of they're treating people Tony Stark, in one way, you know, as his fallen hero, but they're also treating him like Steve Jobs. Yeah. Of like, okay, the Look guy- how many people he's burned. And that's the thing. This is the whole extremist was about this. Iron Man 3 mm-hmm. is he pissed the dude off and the dude went crazy. And now here's the collateral of that of like, yeah, Tony Stark isn't like the greatest dude in the world. He- well, we see him being a dickhead often. Yeah. But it's usually for fun. But it's also, right. but it's all- those have consequences. But Stark yeah. Industries is like Apple now. Everything in this movie said Stark. Yeah. Stark was all over the place. I'm like, wow, Stark Industries is just still ubiquitous even though Tony Stark's gone. But is living in a world like we are now that Steve Jobs is gone of like, he left all this stuff and the company's still there. What are they doing? And I yeah. mean, Apple now is, you know, they're making the laptops a little thinner and they're making the iPhones a There's little no bigger. There's no innovation. There's nothing. Right. Yeah. So it's like, so what's left? So yeah, it is the guys that worked for Steve Jobs that are like, hey, we were going to do this and we were going to do this. And just kept that kind of resentment building of like, wait, we're all geniuses. Yeah. And Mysterio is such a ridiculous visual that most people thought he could never be made. One of the reasons I don't like Kevin Smith is because he killed off Mysterio in an issue of Daredevil because he thought he was stupid. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, Kevin well, Smith's great. And don't, uh, I'm kidding, <laughs> man. I look, I think he's, I have recently unfollowed him on Instagram because you pointed it out to me once he finds a way to make everything about him. Yeah. Like he's like, my mom's in the hospital and here's a story about me. And like, or like, here's the photo of me crying about Stan Lee when he died. And like, look at me. And it's just like, dude, man, I don't, I've worked with people exactly like you. I don't need yeah. to, I, I, I'm not going to name names. Cause actually John probably knows them. Uh, but the, we'll, we'll talk later, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the, but yeah, create, yeah. you know what? Uh, cause Owen and I, we've mentioned this last time. Owen and I are both copywriters and advertising so that yes, corporate Corporate creative people are full of types like yeah, that. Yes, yes. But but Mysterio is such a goofy visual, which is why people like him. Like, yeah. if they didn't do the fishbowl head, I would have been irate. I would have been And that, that was the and first thing I noticed. Different, two yes. different versions of it, which was even cooler. Yeah, the, that was, I was really glad, because there's all this, I don't really like, everyone has, like, retractable, invisible helmets that yeah. come off, yeah, which every, really bothers me. But the fact that he's in, like, the... I don't even know the like motion suit. capture yeah. suit and he has the globe still on his head. I'm like, dude, you guys fucking nailed it. Yeah. That's so cool. They couldn't yeah. have done it better. They, they, they did such a good job of taking, I mean, they did pretty close to, cause he's normally a special effects engineer, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He always and then, won. and then in this one, he's essentially that except it's not for movies. It's for, it's it like, for Stark. Yeah. it's yeah. for like a- AR uses, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. And then, I mean, again, that bar scene when he just, ex- he did the like goofy 
evil guy. Well, but he also did the CEO startup. Yeah, we're all on the same team here. Yeah, it the, felt so gross because I've yeah. also worked at places like that. It was so gross, yes. but it was so good. But it was and that's so what real. Was cool about it because he played such a good. You like him so much when he meets Spider Man. It's like mm. he seems like such a wholesome dude, and the whole time I'm just like, this guy's such a piece of shit. It's like yeah. he's so pulling the wool but, over. But everybody. also the fact that they gave. The design of Mysterio, uh, such a strong story reason of like, where he says, he's like, oh, these days nobody pays attention to you. Right. Nobody listens to you unless you're wearing costume. So I'm going to wear the stupidest fucking costume I possibly can because that'll get me the most attention. Put the fishbowl on my head. Give me a purple cape. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's even in the end credits. Uh, they have like the, I don't know, all like the high school papers moving around and stuff. Yeah. They show Mysterio and they show a picture of like Thor with like circles around like the discs and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like they basically just looked at the Avengers and were like, all right, grab this from Thor, this from Doctor Strange, this from Iron Doctor Man. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yes. Stuff, it was yeah. very cool. And that and that's a nod to Ditko because Ditko created both Mysterio and Doctor Strange. And the, the most telling thing is when you look at the old comics, Doctor Strange is always web shooting people whenever he does a yeah. spell. It's the same hand motion. Right. Um, how about the trippy, like, uh, Mysterio AR maze things? The oh, yeah, yeah. They were so good. Yeah. They were really so cool. good. And I think it's like uh, they've been playing with this idea of like what spider's spider sense going to look like. The Peter Tingle. The Peter, the Peter yes, Tingle, which Peter is Tingle. adorable. Yeah. And, and I think this he was says a, it in like some pretty important moments. Yeah, which is like, uh, that's why I like these. Movies. Yeah, it's like charming. Um, but even it, like the nod to the cover with the giant Mysterio, where he punches him through yes. the building yep. in the circus and stuff. Yes, that's and it's one of the it's one of the most classic Mysterio issues. It's not his first appearance at all, right? But it's like it's a like Romita one where Mysterio drugs Spider Man and he wakes up like in this carnival and he thinks Mysterio is fifty feet tall and it was like. He like rented this warehouse and built a giant Mysterio robot just to make him think he was small, and they totally did that. Yeah, they did it. They, there's the '90s cartoon Spider-Man, which is where I know most Mysterio mm-hmm. from. Mostly, they did a moment that too, where he's on this like weird platform and he's doing. I'm sure it's a callback to the yeah. comics, but they did it in this movie too, where he's on this weird platform kind of thing. Yeah, and there's like a giant Mysterio. It That's was, the Mysterio that has giant muscles for some reason. Uh, yeah, remember I had the toy figure of him, and he was like he was gargantuan. Everyone in the '90s was just like a bodybuilder they were jacked they were just huge and they had lots of pockets yeah did you ever see the first uh series of star wars figures when they brought them back Mm, in 95 no No. luke skywalker his like his chest is bursting through his robe well because he doesn't he (laughs) kind of look like that on the original poster yeah the hildebrands yeah yeah like he looks massive but like both han solo and luke skywalker are bursting through their shirts and that because that's what guys were in the 90s (laughs) what was in yeah, but I also loved how they handled that sequence because the problem with Mysterio as a movie is, to me has always been, oh, well, his thing is he does special effects, so he does movie kind of effects in reality. And eventually Spider-Man goes, this isn't real, and then he just punches Mysterio because he sees through the illusions. And I'm like, but wait, the guy makes movies, and he's a villain now in a movie who cares? Yeah. It's like the guy makes special effects like you would see in the movies in this movie. And they managed 
to do it in a way that was so trippy and so disorienting. Yeah. yeah. The what zombie was Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, was really creepy. Uh, that, that freaked so Sebastian good. out for and a minute. And even turning it back to the Civil War, the barf thing, yeah. where it's yeah. like the this technology has existed in the background of the MCU for a while, and it was kind of interesting to see them like play it up and be like, okay, and look, Quentin Beck was there backstage, and he got fired, and he yep. was pissed that Tony, Tony called it barf, and it's and like... To, totally took credit for it. Yeah, and, and it's that kind of stuff where it's like, yeah, Steve Jobs was running around saying all this stuff was him, and it's like he didn't do any of this stuff. He has maybe the idea for, but he's not the engineer. That's he's that not great. Have uh, you seen that great Bill Burr bit on Conan? Oh yeah, when Steve Jobs died, and he's like, "What's the big deal?" People are like, "Boo!" Which is what Bill Burr lives for. Yeah. He, he tries. Loves. He he loves to make an audience hate him and then find a way to turn him around. Back. I just had a cocktail called the Bill Burr that was very much like that. It was what was it? You hated it, and then it turned yeah, you around. It was whiskey and like. Uh, amaretto or something it was not mm. good and then by the end i was like i can live with this yeah <laughs> <laughs> but he had that whole bit of like steve jobs was such a genius what did he do he just went into a lab and went he was like take my computer put in the phone do it <laughs> <laughs> that was great um i do think that uh, it'll be nice and maybe this is a controversial opinion but it'll be nice to go into a marvel movie where it's not based around or not iron man centric yeah yeah and this is the last one this is where they were kind of like bearing well, yeah, I do you know. kind of hope this is the passing the torch. Like the next movie, it's like get beyond Iron Man, do Spider Man as Spider Man. You know, with, because get rid this, of all the tech and all this stuff. And I think that he was, felt kind of like Iron Lad. Like he yeah. had like yeah, he was in the he was in Happy's plane doing the motions. And my cousin pointed out that he was like, yeah, he's doing the same motions that Peter or that yeah. uh, Iron Man did. Also, if man, I can't wait for the Blu Ray. Not that I ever buy any of the Blu Rays. I never do. I don't know why. I should, I just don't. But there are, if you look at the suits in that yes. scene, you can see the uh, comic accurate version of the Iron Spider. But yep. I did think it had four arms. You can also three, cause I think three because three is stupid. Because I think everyone else was just like, it's got to have four. Right. Yeah. You can apparently like all of those suits or something. You can see uh, Dan Gavazin, who was on the show recently, who runs the amazing uh, Spider Talk. Just did an article for Entertainment Weekly of all the Easter eggs, and oh, really? apparently, like the video. Yeah, I think it's in Entertainment Weekly. Um, the video game suit is in there. Yeah, I saw the video game yeah. suit, and which again, I love that suit. I think yeah, it's so it good. Really, it, I hated cool it when suit. I first saw and then it, and I, it grew on me so much. Yeah. It makes sense for the game. Like yes, I hated yeah. the big white spider. I'm like, well, you can see him no matter where but he then is, and then when you're playing the game, you're like, I can see me wherever I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah they um. There is like a passing of the torch there because I noticed that the Iron Spidey suit that he wears in the beginning mm-hmm. looks so much clunkier than it did in Infinity it's War. It's got these shoulders. Well, like when he's standing with Aunt May, yeah. he just looks yeah. he just looks uncomfortable and awkward. I'm like, that would never work going through the city. And he I do, gets rid I of do that. love that suit, uh, but I'm glad that we're back to and the the new suit. Like I don't I don't love the black. I think it's but an, I, it's not dark. It's, it's not like an, crazy dark. No, it's black. It's, it's an interesting not. Yeah, it's an interesting way to play with it. I think thematically, it was like Peter going, "Well, I'm going to design my own suit because mm-hmm. Tony gave me that classic homecoming Romina suit." I love that. But suit. But it's still it's still loaded with tech. It's still kind of an armor. Yeah. Uh, it's honestly as long as it has the the as long as it has the animating eyes, that's the perfect Spider Man. So here's the and I asked this before. Um, I have a vague memory of comics that I bought when I was like nine where Spider-Man was chasing after someone and had to wear like a, like a cat robber or a cat burglar suit. 
but I think I could be confusing him. It's not Wildcat. It's who's Felicia's Hardy? Felicia Hardy's dad. Black oh, cat. The Black Cat. Yeah. Oh so, no, there was also the Black Fox, who was like an old uh, jewel thief, but he wasn't related. It could to be that. Felicia I have a. Hardy, I yeah. had a cover that was basically. I want to say either Peter putting it on or somebody dressed up like that. And I was like, oh, I wonder if that's the suit. But then you didn't seem to think that there you was mean, a stealth. You suit mean like the black this. suit? No, no. I think again, it was there. The black suit that he wears where he says, look, look, if I'm running around Europe and uh, in my Spider-Man suit, people are going to put it together really quickly, which MJ does. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they give him this all black suit. I think it's their nod of going like, hey, look, he's in the black suit now. I think they would have done like he would have had like some little tech thing that made a white spider. I don't think so. I think to to be like, here's the black suit. I think they play their cards close to the vest. And right now, Sony is doing a second Venom movie that doesn't have anything to do with Marvel. They're super into it. There's no way they're going to put Tom Holland in a symbiote. So I think this is their way of going, look, Peter's in a, in a black suit. And I, so I just read, um, I just read, uh, secret wars and saw how Peter gets his suit. And it is the most anticlimactic thing ever. Oh, it's totally tacked on to whatever was happening in that issue. He was like, I need a new suit. My web slingers are in Iron Man's, uh, gauntlets now and blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, Cap is like, oh, yeah, there's a costume machine in there. And then he just puts his head in something and he gets a suit. And then like three issues later, everyone is coming out with new clothes. And they're like, and he's like, hey, how did you how come your clothes aren't moving on you? <laughs> and then that's it. Yeah. Like, and, it's, that was- and it's weird, too, because by the time that issue came out, Peter had already gotten rid of the symbiote. Because the symbiote Jeez. lasted like six issues. Really? And that's then- crazy. Yeah, it was like I two, thought it was it's like two fifty several years. No, yeah, that's what no, I thought. It, he gets it in two fifty two, and then in two fifty eight, Reed says, "Hey, that thing's alive. Let's get it off of you." And then oh. in two fifty nine, they're like, "He's back in the red and blue," and he fights the hobgoblin. So by the time that came out, like Peter was back in the red and blue by the because issue eight of Secret Wars is when he gets yeah. the black costume, and he so explains he had it by already gotten 12. rid of it. Yeah. So the way the way you just described it, which is the way it happened, it made it sound like. Oh yeah, we didn't even think it was supposed to be alive. Yeah. But it had already been alive and gotten off of him. Yeah. And there's a story like a few months later where it breaks out of um the Baxter building and attacks him and he has to fight like the vulture vulturians while the suit's mm. attacking him. Okay. And then it's another couple of years before Venom gets it. But then when does he make a cloth version of the suit? Immediately. Black Cat like made one. She's like, Oh, I still like the way it looks because the the whole idea was it would be six issues and out, just like Iron Spider or, you know, Azrael Batman, like yeah. one of those big changes that doesn't stick. But it was so popular that they were like, uh, okay, well, then he has a cloth suit. And they couldn't decide. Oh, he it, kept switching, He right? kept switching because it was 50-50. They said every time they did a poll, I was actually, I was in a convention when I was a kid. It was the first convention I ever went to, and Marvel was showing their, their looks. And they said, and in this issue, there was an issue web of Spider-Man where it's, Red costume, red and black, co- blue costume was going to be totally ripped apart. They were like, "This is the end of the red and blue costume." From now on, Peter will only wear the black cloth costume. And half the room cheered, and half the room <laughs> booed. And the editor and fought. And the editor at that point said, "This is the problem we have." <laughs> because I, I still like the black costume more than the red and blue costume. It's not as iconic, I know, but I it's think it's pretty cooler. iconic. Yeah, I yeah. think it's but like not uh, as the the red web with the blue like no that's other instance where a superhero has two distinct looks that have that level of popularity. Like Wolverine. 
the brown and yellow, I don't think comes in brown, near I, close. I don't to know. This. It's the tiger stripe. And yeah. I th- Wolverine is also just as iconic with no costume. Yeah. Right. That's why I think it's like Wolverine changes so often. It doesn't matter as much. I think with like Spider-Man, it's like those are the two Spider-Man looks. And it's like he could be in either one of them. You're like, yeah, that's Spider-Man. Yeah. You know? Yeah, maybe the closest is Batman goes back and forth with blue and I was black. just thinking, I'm looking up here at the Adam West Batman and then probably one of the movie suits. Because the Adam West Batman is like, people know that, it's right, goofy, right. and then the, but he doesn't change between that. Yeah, and, and Christian, ba- Christian Bale and uh, Michael Keaton don't look that different in the suit. No. They're, they're full, still wearing all Fairly black similar. rubber. Um, but that gets to, or I wanted, because I wanted to talk about, um, some of the things that I was expecting in the movie that did not happen. Okay. I fully thought that we would meet a version of Spider-Woman, like the, the London hmm. one, not the, the Denver one. Isn't there an English uh, Spider-Woman? Jessica. Jessica Drew is English, I think. No, I don't think she's English. She is, isn't is she? she? I don't know much about Jessica Drew. She, she, she's one of those people European. that just always pops up. Yeah. Because and I'm like, yeah, Spider-Woman, and then she's gone. I thought she would like be working for S.H.I.E.L.D. or something. Well, I kind of thought the blonde girl that gave him the black suit, I thought that was like, I'm like, is this oh, Silver the Sable? Girl? Oh, yeah. No, but, that was just a blowjob joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a stupid one, too. Yeah, it wasn't that crazy. Um, was right. But I thought we would meet some weird, like, kind of out there yeah, extended characters. I had heard uh, on that point that uh, they were talking, they were filming in London. I'm like, oh, I wonder if they're going to do, like, Captain Britain. And then I heard rumors that the Black Knight was supposed to be in this movie. You hmm. love the Black Knight. I love him. <laughs> but then the only thing I saw was, like, when they go to the where the crown jewels are, there's, like, a suit that gets knocked over. And it's like when yeah. it's standing up, it kind of looks like the Black Knight suit. <laughs> but then I'm like, I'm probably reaching because yeah, I because, want it to yes. be so much. <laughs> but they didn't. Ha- and I, I was like kind of fine with that. They didn't introduce any like newer characters. Well, that was also my feel when they were building up Mysterio as a hero. I'm like, well, then you would have had to introduce another villain by this point. Yeah. I'm like, all right. So that's my, why that's why Mysterio's, I went a, Mysterio's a hero. But here's. Chameleon. That's yeah, the one so that was popped in my head. And they didn't. They didn't pile up the villains. They didn't pile up the characters. And I think because we've just had these huge. Because this is the epilogue to Avengers. I think they didn't want to introduce a lot of new characters. Yeah. And again, because it's Spider Man, and Spider Man doesn't need the entire Marvel universe to no. keep him propped up. It was here's one villain. He's gonna he's gonna deal with his one villain. And I, I found that refreshing. I also thought that um, the tag like the end tag scene or like the post credit scene was going to introduce the osbournes oh yeah yeah that was one of the things i think i expected in the trailer when he's swinging around new york with the cell phone he's in the red and blue suit so another thing where they're totally lying to us he took a selfie which was the which was a nod to the video game yes yes and it was like a directly man it felt like i was playing the game yes he swings over grand central station where they have that like heroes of the twenty the right. Avengers invasion where it's right. like firemen and stuff on top. And then the building behind it is normally Stark Tower, but the building behind it this time he flies through like yes. a big gap in it and there's all these trees and stuff. So they digitally replace that building because in the movie it looked like Stark Tower under construction. Yeah, because you that's and a me panic. had talked. We like, is a- that gonna be a bed the Baxter building? Like I Fantastic think it's, yeah, I think it's gonna be it's either Oscorp or Baxter. Yeah. And I kept thinking like, oh, when they were Well, I just that noticed scene, when he flew through it, I'm like, well that building's not real. And it was just trying me crazy. Because I haven't, I haven't lived in New York in almost ten years now, and I'm like, did they build a building that looks like that? I now? think you definitely would have seen a picture of because that. that's supposed to be like the Pan Am building, yeah, yeah. 
So uh, I kept thinking when they were swinging around, like, oh, they're going to pull back and this will be the, you'll see a big four on it or an Oscorp logo. And they didn't do yeah. any of that. And I don't, I don't mind it because I, I'm very excited to kind of not know what's kind of coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, we I, were just I, talking about that. What is coming? Right. Yeah, this yeah. like misdirection. I'd be glad if we don't get the Osborne because, I mean, it was a big part of the Raimi trilogy and then they started like shoving it into the Andrew Garfield movies. And yeah. it's like, I've had enough goblins. I kind of want to get it right. the first time I've ever heard you say that. You love the Hobgoblin. I love the Hobgoblin, <laughs> but I, I can't tell I you that he'd work in a movie. I yeah. mean, what makes him work in the comic is that he builds on all of these stories before. Yeah. So. And I think, I was thinking too, because John Rune, uh, Ned for me, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, they could have just made Harry this goofy kid. Like that could yeah. have been Harry, and yeah. then. But I think I think they were absolutely yeah. getting away from. Because, I think that's part yeah. of the problem with because the... in the other movies, his only friend is Harry, and it's James Franco, it's Dane DeHaan. So yeah. I think they were trying. And that was Which the other thing. I don't. I don't hate that they're getting away from it. To be honest, yeah, I think that's part of the yeah. strategy. Like John said, is like there's a lot of things I think they're deliberately trying not to do. Like he'll never be a photographer. You know, it's like, yeah, well, especially gonna... now because the Daily Bugle isn't even a newspaper. Right. Well, it's also like they gave him the job as a photographer in the 60s because it's like that was like a cool job like a kid could conceivably get, I guess. Now and he's going to be like a product designer well, for. Right. Like, it's like, yeah. I don't know, like what well, if he's if like can... an Instagram influencer, like what. <laughs> but if you go back, oh, how many. I would, yeah, I would be terrible. <laughs> how many classic Golden Age and Silver Age characters are tied to newspapers? I mean, Clark right. Kent works at the Daily Planet. Well, and I think that's why you know, Billy Batson was a radio guy. Yeah. F- like Iris West was a reporter. There was always a reporter. And that's because back then. Comic books were the stepchild of newspapers, and everyone who worked on a comic book wished they were doing a daily strip. Well, a lot so, of it too is the idea of like how is this, how would a superhero find out about a threat? And the idea is the newspapers had the news earlier than anybody they else. They were the so central media, right? But now that there's everyone's carrying around a camera and an internet access on their person, it's like that's it's like largely pointless as like a gimmick to find out about yeah. events going on. And in, uh, in Ultimate Spider-Man, they made Peter, Peter like the webmaster of the Daily Bugle, but that was That's 20 years ago. Pun. Right. That's a good yeah. pun. Yeah, God damn it. right. It is. No, it's good. <laughs> I didn't even make a joke about it. Um, they kind of did that in the in the game, too. Um, what's, yeah, they did. Who is that character? Oh, well, they also... It's they, not Speedball. It's something like that. Oh, yeah. I know they also made Mary Jane a reporter in the game. Right. Yes. Man. Yeah. <laughs> if they they made reporting out to be like it's this thing that you fall back on which is the opposite of the truth as a guy who works vaguely in media and knows reporters yeah it it reporters are always looking to get the hell out of that that world <laughs> yeah and they're always like how do i get copy work i'm like i don't know i sort of <laughs> fell into it too just happens yeah i don't know what uh trajectory they're going to put him on as far as like a jobs. A lot of times it's like he's a scientist or he's as an internship at like a sciencey place. I liked it when he was delivering pizzas in Spider-Man too. Yeah, well, kind of like I like As if Mondry, go! <laughs> I love Always late. Spider-Man. That's like uh, that'll never not be He's going to be because he's got Edith. I think that's got to go away, right? It's like, a, that's one of the loose ends well, of this movie. Well, I was surprised the that they thing. kept. I also didn't see how Edith was any better than the AI he had in his homecoming. Suit like what? Was what fr- made that? It next wasn't Friday. Level? Friday is Tony's. Well, he called her Karen. Well, I okay, think it was she didn't the, have a name, and he's like, "Can I call you Karen?" Yeah. I think it was the billion dollar murder satellite. I think yeah. is what it was. It was he's talking tied. about Brother Eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was. 
It was just that it was tied into all of the Stark stuff. Right. But, but like, as right. an AI, he ends the I movie with those really god awful glasses. Yeah, those look hideous. Yeah. I don't and know. When did, and when did that become the icon? Was it, there, there was just some part where Robert Downey Jr. is like, I'm getting lines under my eyes. So well, he wears a lot of glasses in he the wears movies, a, like Well, he wears sunglasses in the first couple, but it's not like he always wore glasses. Maybe because in the Infinity not, War, he like puts the glasses yeah. on. Well, in, so, glasses. in Civil War, it's the first time. He shows the glasses are part of his armor. Yeah. But then all of a sudden it's like, oh, the glasses are his icon. I'm like, it really isn't. The glove was more of an icon. Yeah. The beard is the icon. He had, uh, he had, Peter had gauntlets in this for a little bit, didn't he? Yeah. Like the web shooters are like bulky. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they look like the, um, oh, I don't know what it is, but it's not that suit. It's the. Iron Spider or something? Yes. He has big gauntlets in him. Yeah. And he has like the kind of gauntlets when he's doing the computer stuff too. Yeah. But yeah, man, I just, like I said, I just want to, I would have, I hated the original Iron Iron Spider suit simply for the fact that it had three arms. Yeah. Yeah. And then I hope. I didn't like it much. I I hated it because I was like, this is just Iron Man as Spider-Man. Which I was cool with. And then it's. There was a story reason for it because he gets that around the same time Tony convinces him to give up his secret identity, which Marvel walked back on immediately. So my cousin is currently reading through those books and he was like, no, uh, just what's the story to, is it brand new day or one more day? Yeah. The Mephisto. Like one more day. day. That's right. When I stopped buying floppies. So I've never read that, but I remember my really good. Brand new day. I've heard is good. My friends have told me, that one day, one more day is not good. It's terrible. Yeah. Although I will say, if you buy them on Comixology, uh, you can get like a fifty books for fifty bucks. They have like okay. a bundle deal, and they're all really good because that's yeah. when, that's when they were rotating the writers around. So like Mark Wade writes some stuff, Bob Gale writes some stuff, Greg Rucka writes some stuff, and that's when Dan Slott first starts writing stuff, and eventually they just give him everything. And I think since Brand New Day, it's been really good. Yeah, it's uh, Spider Man's been a pretty solid book for. I don't know, eight years or something. Whenever brand new day started, yeah. <laughs> so and immediately I, after what they're setting yeah, up, yeah, right. immediately <laughs> after, after the story, you're talking. It just it's been a solid. I like, say a B plus book ever since. But you know, and that's kind of why I was like, I had so much fun with this movie. The action was great. The like, I thought the Mysterio reveal was really really good. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, he, I didn't like him until he started hamming it up. Yeah, and yeah. then when he became a bad guy, I was like, "Oh, this is great!" Because yeah. there's like he's kind of a little bit complex. Well, I think yeah, we've hit a stride with the movies where basically since Thor Ragnarok, every villain's pretty good. Yeah, and I think they really did kind of address like Loki's a good villain, and Obadiah Stane is a good villain. But there's, they're just opposite Thor and opposite Iron yes. Man. Yes, and now we yeah. finally got these like different villains where they're kind of like uh, they're actually like really oh, good. Yeah. Killmonger, Killmonger, Vulture, Vulture. I think Killmonger. I think is the best MCU villain to be honest. He's yeah, the, he's the I most understandable. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's definitely. Yeah. The craziest sure. part is that I think Thanos is very close up there. Oh, with, oh yeah, they, yeah, which definitely. is should not have happened because he was like a throwaway thing in what 2012 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that was oh, Joss yeah. Whedon's Just idea. Yeah, and then in there. <laughs> to make him like a character who you're like. No, I understand he's crazy, but I get it. Yeah, you know? like that was well, pretty cool. Just, it's funny they how did a really good. It's also put a package putting it all together. Yes, yeah. and it's funny how much they had to retcon. They were like, "Oh shit, we showed the Infinity Gauntlet like seven movies yeah. ago." And there's still that kind of works. He, he talks about courting death, like he, yeah. you know, they do stuff like yes, goofy shit, and they and didn't then they go just, that way. Yeah, they didn't do it. But there's still that hole that I see YouTube 
pick on all the time. They're like, so Thanos' whole thing is he wants to get the Infinity Stones. So he gives one to Loki <laughs> to yeah. then take over Earth. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I still have a hard time believing yeah. that. I'm all right with it. But I think we're still in good hands with the MCU. I really enjoyed this guy. What are your predictions? So you think Sword? Uh, Yeah, I kind of agree with John here. I think they're setting up more cosmic stuff, which is fine. Um, But I I think it's like, uh, give us a Sinister Six. Give us bad guys. Give us a big group of villains getting together and being like, no, fuck this kid. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get him. This 15-year-old is going down. Yeah, we know he's Peter Parker. Oh, he'll Let's... be 17 by then. Yeah. yeah. Which is way, way better than killing a 15-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 17-year-olds yeah. are pains but in they, the ass. But they do talk. I mean, Mysterio talks about that. He's like, I got to kill this kid. And yeah, he says it yeah. a couple times. He says it a he's couple like, times. it's your fault. Yeah. yeah. And that moment where he punches, where he's like pretending to be dead and it's an illusion. Oh, yeah. And then Peter catches he, the gun. That was, that was cool. That was shocking. Yeah, that was real I good. actually still don't think he's dead. I think that was I don't, the chameleon. He's no, I think no, he's no. Dead. He'll be back. No, I, I think he's dead because that was his because giving up Peter's identity was his was like, his fuck you. final move. Yeah, yeah. He, he, there's no reason for him to be around after that. That's how he defeated him. Yeah, and I that, think if anything, the chameleon will show up and become people from Peter's past that to fuck with him. Yeah, like that's I have no idea. But that oh, to meet that you guys. Another thing, real quick, the uh, when he after he gets hit by like a train and happy yeah. comes. And he has that kind of like breakdown. He's like, dude, tell me something only you know. It's like, this kid is 16 years old yep. and they are hoisting the weight of the world on his shoulders. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, he should be losing his damn mind. And it's like, yeah, he can't tell what's fucking real or this guy's watching him all the time. It's like, we kind of saw him really get pushed to the edge here. Yeah, yeah. his relationship with Happy really evolves too. In this Because yeah. Happy just fucking hates him in yeah. Homecoming so much. Uh, but- well, he, Happy has to like him because he's trying to be his new... Uncle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, that gives him a reason to be yeah. nicer to him. Which, um, is that Marissa Tomei, right? Yeah, it's Marissa Tomei. She was very good looking in this movie. Yeah, I don't Marissa know Tomei's what they did. Good looking. I know, but She's like... She's always good looking. She is, and then in this movie, I was just like, man, I get happy now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, the one thing I want to mention right before we sign off is that... Um, as much as I love J.K. Simmons being J. Jonah Jameson again, because he's like the Judy Dench of the MCU, yes. uh, we'll recast everybody but him. <laughs> Judy Dench. I also love that he obviously came in and went, I'm not wearing that wig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, no, I think a lot of that, again, is like uh, they they have to make it different. So yeah. it's like he's not going to work at a newspaper. He's going to be this like crazy t- uh, radio. He's going to have J.K. Simmons' bald head. Yeah, and it's like they give him the mustache. That's all he needs. He doesn't need to have the hair. It's fine. By the, by the way, I'm sure we'll never see it again, but the same actor is J. Jonah Jameson and Commissioner Gordon right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't think uh, I don't think, I don't think gonna... he'll be Gordon in no, the new Batman movie because I think he's just washed out with Batman, with Ben Affleck, but... It's an interesting moment because yeah. those are, those are maybe my two favorite civilian characters. Well, the last time we were here, we talked about how uh, I cannot say his name, Jaman Huso or whatever, the guy who played uh, Old Man Shazam. Oh yeah, I he's in him. he's in Aquaman, Shazam, Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, Captain Marvel. So th- because there are only forty to thirty actors that yes. can be in movies. Yeah. Well, I think that's one of the things. It's like uh, well, you were, you going were... back and seeing how many people are in the MCU. Mm-hmm. It's like Glenn Close. Yep. It's like it's oh, crazy. Yeah. How John many... C. Riley. Yeah, yeah. All these people that kind of show up, like Matt Damon. It's like mm-hmm. it's kind of just like everyone's gonna have to do an MCU movie at one point or other. Just get on board uh, with it. Everyone's trying. To well, there's like rumors MCU. Adrian Brody's gonna be in a movie. Selma Hayek is Selma in Hayek. Eternals. 
Yeah, Angelina Jolie. Keanu Reeves has been rumored for... A lot of people are getting rumored for Adam Warlock for Guardians 3. I could see Keanu Reeves as Adam Warlock. Somebody said Glenn Howerton. I've heard a lot of names thrown out there. Glenn Howerton and Zach Efron, I've heard. Those are the two. I don't know if Glenn Howerton was a joke. Who is that? Uh, Glenn Howerton was almost Star-Lord. He was... Oh, he would have uh, been he good. He lost it to Chris so, Pratt. So was he would have been. I think he would have been as good. Yeah. The guy who played Shazam was almost yes. Star Lord. Yeah. Like he was really depressed because he, like, uh, he, he was. One he, the, nailed, he, he was one of the. He was one of the Warriors Shazam, Three. Yeah. Zach Levi. Yes, he yes. was in Dark World and Ragnarok. All right. Well, if you want to let us know who you think should be cast in the Marvel Universe, there are not that many heroes <laughs> left. <laughs> let us know. You can find me at Not in My Book on Instagram and Twitter. That is the official Caffeinated Comics social feed. Or you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash caffeinatedcomics, where you can see all the news that we are going to talk about each week. And leave us a comment. We always read the comments because I need to know that people are interested in me. Need that validation. Owen, how do we follow you? <laughs> I'm at OwenJOR on Twitter and I believe on Instagram too. I'm at the Brave Butter Pecan on Instagram. And you can follow the show on Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. Uh, and you can always find us on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Yeah, we will talk to you next week.